Hello and welcome to the GMHBA Healthier Together podcast series. This series has been designed to assist you to master your health and well-being. Health is too hard when you try to go it alone, and we know that together we are healthier. Today on the show, we'll be discussing meal planning and shopping on a budget with Alison McAleese from Cancer Council Victoria. Alison is an experienced dietitian specialising in public health and obesity prevention. She also has a keen interest in reducing inequalities related to food nutrition. Over the past 12 years, she has worked in community nutrition education, project development and public health roles in Australia and the UK. For the past six years, Alison has been the Healthy Lifestyles Campaigns Manager at Cancer Council Victoria. Welcome back to the show, Alison. Hello, thanks for having me again. So can you start by telling us what do you mean by meal planning? Really meal planning is thinking in advance about which meals that you're going to eat on which days. Often people will do meal planning for a week. So they'll work out which ingredients that they need for those meals and then that list of ingredients becomes your shopping list. So what are the benefits of planning out your meal? If you look at what you're having over the week, it helps you work out whether you're having enough variety and in turn that that means that you might be getting a good range of nutrients. It also is really great for reducing waste because you can plan out the amounts of what you need um, over the week and, and make sure that you're using up everything that you've bought. And it also saves money because you're shopping for exactly what you need and not doing those spontaneous shops. What are the key things we have to keep in mind when we consider planning uh, what meals to have across a week. Set yourself a budget. So think about what you usually spend or what your target is for spending in terms of food for the week. And then think about what you can fit into that. You can also think about what ingredients that you'd like to use that have a short short life within the week and try and use them up within the week. Or you might even want to think about preparing those recipes earlier in the week so that they're quite fresh when you're using those. Another thing that you could do is to bulk cook and have the same meal twice in the week or freeze it so that you're not having to cook every day and might make the shopping a bit simpler as well. Um, and then we sort of mentioned variety as well, but that, that is really important. As you look over the week to see what meals you're having, particularly um, your main meal, think about whether you're having a variety of vegetables, grains and protein foods. So what are the benefits that you've found to shopping less frequently? So in terms of the um, meal preparation, you'll be saving time by planning out the meals and shopping less often. So um, writing out that list does take a little bit of time, but as you get used to it, that's a fairly quick process. Um, but you won't be having to think about each day what you're, you'll be using and whether you need to go to the shops. Um, but I really think the main benefit is for your budget. So if you're just going to the shops uh, less often and with a list, you're less likely to spontaneously spend money on foods that you didn't intend to buy and you'll be able to stick to the budget that you set yourself. Are there particular foods I should be buying like staples and with certain foods is frozen better than fresh? There's no particular foods that you need to buy to make make this work. Think about the, the types of foods that you like to eat and what's in your budget but there are some tricks to to make um, the overall shop quite work quite well and to ensure that you're getting enough variety in the week. In terms of planning out your shopping, you can sort of divide your shop into three categories and aim to spend no more than 10% of your food budget on the first category, which is unhealthy foods and drinks. So we're limiting them to 10% of of the um, amount that we're spending. And then spend around 30% of your food budget on your protein foods, so things like egg, meat, fish, chicken, dairy and nut. And the remaining 60% of your food budget goes to vegetables, beans, fruit, 
grains and cereal foods. So they're the really nutritious foods and they also fill us up. So you, you can include certainly frozen and canned vegetables. They're a great option for bringing your food budget down. They're still really nutritious and often they'll save you time once you get to that meal prep as well. Yeah, but really other than that, there's no particular foods to buy. Just think about the overall food categories and where you're spending the money. So if I can't find the ingredient I want in the supermarket, do you have any suggestions on what to do? What you can do is think about what that ingredient was in the recipe for and switch it for something that's an alternative that will do the same job. So if that ingredient was there for flavour, um, so something like herbs and spices, you could just find something similar that has a similar taste profile or maybe even just switch it for something that you really like to eat in its place. Um, and if it's there for structure or bulk, then you can swap it for something else that will do that job. So if you don't have beef, for example, you can often just use another protein like chicken or tofu instead. And with vegetables, you can pretty much just switch in whichever vegetables you've got for a lot of recipes. So, um, for example, broccoli, which is only in season for uh, a period of the year, you could switch it for Asian greens, for example, which are in season for much longer. Or you could just add a mixture of frozen vegetables to the recipe as you're more likely to have them to hand. Can you give me some examples of the best way to keep your shopping healthy and within a budget? Yes, so I mentioned the, the rule about dividing your shop into 10%, 30% and 60%. I think that, that is a really good way of doing that. If it's the first time that you've looked at your food budget and to see where you're spending your money, then I'd recommend having a look at the Live Lighter Shop Smart resource. So that's a free booklet that you can download from the Live Lighter website and it describes the 10%, 30%, 60% in a bit more detail um, and it also helps you to work out from your last couple of food shops what you're currently spending and then which changes that you might like to make to meet that. You won't need to be counting forever to work out the 10%, 30 and 60. You, you just get an idea of it after you've done that shop for a couple of times and, and you might be able to save quite a bit of money by sticking to that rule. Does that website have uh, recipe ideas and inspiration for us as well? Yes, there's heaps of recipes on the Live Lighter website. They're all really nutritious, designed by dietitians, got a lot of vegetables in them as well. But there's also a complimentary resource to Shop Smart called Eat Smart, and that's got a list of recipes for a week in there that's based on a, a shop on that same shopping rule. Um, so it just gives you an example of how you can achieve that within a week. So for people who aren't that used to preparing lots of meals in advance, do you have any advice for them? The planning part is really important. If you, if you haven't been doing that before, start, start by planning what you're going to buy and eat for the week um, so that you can, when you get to cooking, you've got it to hand. And if a week feels like a really overwhelming time to plan when you're starting out as well, you could even just plan out the next three or four days and get used to that before you increase the planning further in advance. And the other thing you could do is think about some recipes that you really like that freeze well and perhaps you're able to do a little bit of bulk cooking so that you're not having to plan out every day's worth of cooking. Alison McAleese, thank you so much for joining us on the GMHBA Healthier Together podcast. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's a new dawn in health insurance because GMHBA are partnering with AIA Vitality to encourage us to be healthier by rewarding healthy choices. Join GMHBA V Plus with AIA Vitality to earn real rewards for health checks, exercising, even eating well. Changing how you think about health insurance for life. GMHBA and AIA Vitality. Healthier together.